Hello and welcome to Advisor Gold, The Missing Allocation, the show where financial professionals learn the why, how, and what to help their clients own physical gold and silver. This podcast is designed to complement the training at goldandsilveradvisors.com. I'm your host, Kerry Morris. I work with clients and run a financial planning practice every day, and we've used physical metals in our financial plans for nearly a decade. I'm here with my co-host and friend, Ryan Long, second generation in the gold and silver business and president of National Gold Consultants, which only promotes their business through a large advisor network. If you're a consumer listener to this podcast, welcome. This is not financial, legal, or tax advice. It's education, folks, and you're welcome to have your advisor reach out to us, or you can email us directly with your question. In this episode, we answer the question, can I buy gold and silver at spot price? We also answer, why is there always a gap between spot price and the price of our coins? What does premium over spot mean? Is it a good thing? After today's episode, you'll be able to answer these questions with confidence. Now, here's my conversation with Ryan. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast today. This is Carrie and my co-host and good friend Ryan Long here. Today, as you heard, we're going to answer the question, can I buy gold and silver at spot price? Wow. Can, can you carry? <laughs> no, you can't. Now, as, there is one little thing that goes into mind in yours brains real quick is that some of these retail websites out here, these you know, gold and silver dealers, they will, just like any other industry, a lot of times, they'll put a lost leader out there at very limited quantity. So, you know, maybe spots at $21 and you can buy it at $21, well, you can only buy 10 of them, right, Ryan? Right. So we're not going to spend any time on that. But yep. just know, everybody, that if you ever see uh, anything out there for at spot or less or anything crazy like that, start clicking up the count and try to buy it. I, we suggest you buy it right away if, <laughs> if, it's the, if it's a sovereignly minted coin and not something weird. But that's not what today's podcast is about. We just had to make that disclaimer so you didn't get screwed up in your thinking, right, Ryan? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, we've had numerous advisors as of recent carry. Uh, I mean, they're they're coming in uh, left and right right now because of the volatile times we're in right now. Clients are asking about gold and silver. Advisors are searching for ways to help diversify, do the right thing for their clients, and and to have this protection hedge, especially when we start talking the R word at the end of this month of recession. Um, so, Carrie, we've 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 had numerous advisors been going through our training for the first time, um, goldensilveradvisors.com, right? And they 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 listen to you and I talk. They 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 hear all about you know the the pre thirty three coins versus the bullion and the you know why physical versus paper and you know all this stuff. Um, they're they're doing a lot of the right things, but what we're seeing right now with a volatile market. And our last episode we talked about of why gold and silver spot price is lagging behind while the market is crashing. Well, carry gold and silver is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's 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 the physical metal is still holding its own. So the lower that we push the beach ball down of the spot price, the larger the gap that we're seeing of that premium, not a commission, but that premium difference that we're seeing right now, Kerry. Absolutely. So as everybody knows, foundationally, we always teach you that there's always a premium above spot. Premium, that word means it just simply means the the dollars that it costs above spot price to buy any particular thing, really. It doesn't even have to be a, a coin or a piece of metal mm-hmm. or even gold and silver. There's all kinds of things that have a premium. When Jill and I bought this lot and we built this house, we paid an $8,000 premium because it was flat and it was on top of this hill. And it was like mm-hmm. the only flat lot in the neighborhood. So we paid extra for that because it 
it deserved it. Like they could get that demand premium. And that's how pre-33 works. And so, Ryan, you you were telling me before we started earlier that you had your own personal situation that really play, shows yeah. this in a big way. Yeah, I mean, this is this is really putting you know um, putting the money where it's at and, and practicing what you're preaching, Carrie. Why we are so um, why why we care so much about pre 1933 gold and silver coins compared to just the smorgasbord of the rest of them, the bullion, the rounds, all this stuff that does not act the way it's supposed to do of what we're trying to accomplish as wealth insurance. So my personal story, Carrie, is. So my wife, we've got a, we've got a little lake cabin. Uh, we actually planned on tearing it down and rebuilding it. Um, so I put a, a fairly substantial sum of money away for those costs. And I, like everybody else, I'm concerned about inflation and rising costs, rising two by fours, rising shingles. So what did I do? Well, uh, gold was about two thousand dollars an ounce. Um, silver was up there around thirty, and I I put um, a substantial sum you of just, that what money. What you just quoted was spot. Let me interrupt you. I just yep. Want to- be clear. Absolutely. So those numbers were that's just where spot was at that time. Yep. So spot price, you know, $2,000 gold and and I put a substantial sum of money into that. Well, lo and behold, after this 4th of July weekend, we decided, you know, there's a there's a cabin right down the road on a different lake that's much nicer. Um, let's sell our cabin and buy that one so we don't have to build. So here I am in a in a cash crunch needing liquidity to close within 3 weeks. What did I do? Well, guess what? Gold spot price went from 2000 down to 1740. I sold the, the the gold that I had set aside for this build. I sold on as of just two days ago, and I, I literally broke even. Carry. I, I didn't lose a dime, even because the spot price dropped. This is this is why the importance of pre thirty three stuff is there. It does not have that massive volatility to you know to the downside when we see some of these paper shares being sold off. That your you know call it your bars or your other rounds would would see these losses because they follow that spot price carry. Yeah. So like you said, it did its job. It did its job. Even though you bought it higher, now we're in high inflationary times. Uh, The premium had increased enough that even though spot went down to 1745 or whatever you said it was, Mm -hmm. it's the value that you got out of it. You were able to exchange it for an equal amount, which means that it, it, it did its job. So let's parlay that into exactly what's going on right now. You know, spot has been going down a little bit. And the question is, is has pre-33 gone down while spot's gone down or has it gone up or has it held its value, Brian? Right now, Carrie, because we're seeing such a a downward spot price trend, um, we're seeing our our dollar hit. uh, I think it was darn close to a 25-year high this last week, our dollar index, right? So it's the basket of currencies it's all right. this big balancing act. So I, I call it to everybody else. Yeah, the best of the worst at this moment, right? Um, so what that does is, you know, right now is 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 gold and silver spot prices going down, or is our dollar raising in value? Well, that's that's one of those things we have a, a so far right now a, a, a buying opportunity with a buying power of our dollar that things are hypothetically on sale to the to the outside eye carry but when you look at the physical metal physical metal hasn't come down um, any at all because of there's still this this large demand people are not selling all physical when you see these drops it's all hedge funds it's all short covering you know leverage type of derivatives being sold off to cover their positions that physical is 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 completely left unscathed when that happens so, you know, we, yeah. So in my response to that is if spots come down and the physical stayed the same, then the physical actually went up in value, you might say. 
yeah. uh, really that premium and it's staying power paid off. You know, yep. so here's a th- thought that I just had that I think could be a good rule of thumb for all the advisors. And in case you, you're new, I mean, you shouldn't be new because uh, you get to this podcast usually through the training that we give. But, you know, I'm an advisor and in the trenches every day. And anytime we can get some kind of rule of thumb that we can think about, Ryan, that's a good thing. Maybe we could say this way, that spot price is a heck of a lot more related to the, the paper share marketplace, GLD, SLV. It's really more connected to that than it ever will be to physical. Fair enough? Right, right. Um, March of 20... to think about it? Yeah, March of 2020, um, oil traded negative. <laughs> was that paper or was that the real barrels? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, so, you know, like I say to you sometimes, what is just automatic nature to you? And you've done this for so long, so much of your life. A lot of advisors, when you know, insurance agents and, and investment advisors, without that experience, sometimes we, we get things crossed up in our mind, you know? And so that's why we're doing this podcast today, you guys, is to help you sort this out and understand, really understand in your mind, the difference that I always like to say spot really doesn't exist. You can't purchase spot out there, except for the disclaimer we gave at the very beginning. You, in in any normal quantity, you can't, can't ever buy physical metals for spot price. Uh, If it's a true sovereign minted, coin of some kind. Now you said something to me uh, about bars. So what you just said is an example of pre-33. It held Mm -hmm. its value, spots going down. What's a little bit of a contrast to other stuff that people own out there? Well, I I would say a very common thing out there that people tend to at least flock towards uh, would be your gold and silver bars. You know, you, you see it you see it in movies, you see it in all this stuff. And wow, that's, that's neat. And, you know, I got to get me some of those. I call them expensive, you know, doorstops. <laughs> yeah. I, um, but in all reality, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's a, it's a very illiquid asset. It, that's the closest to spot. You're going to find something to, yeah, as far as physical form is, but getting out of it, you're going to be typically well under spot because no one wants it. So there's still a large difference of a spread. Uh, but in my opinion, when you're looking at paper versus physical, um, as far as bars go, they trade right with that paper market. And it's, it's one of those things you're going to have this massive volatility. So, Carrie, if I would have put all, you know, my substantial sum of money into, I was into, just about uh, to take yeah. you there, yeah, <laughs> from my from my cabin fund that we're doing, um, uh, my gold would have went from two thousand dollars. I would have gone all the way down, you know, well below that seventeen forty with that spot price. If I wanted to get out of that, I would have, I mean, I would have lost a substantial sum of money uh, because of the difference between, you know, call it paper or bullion type products versus versus pre thirty three, and that's that's the power that's behind this product offering. Yeah. And don't get us wrong, everybody. This is always should be a long-term hold. You know, you're talking about the expert here who, who put some cash in there. He didn't know it was going to be short-term. But fortunately, because of what you use using the pre-33, you have this liquidity event because the right cabin down the street happened to go (laughs) on sale. And, you know, Danielle was like, Hey, let's do this one. And you're (laughs) like, yeah, I don't want to mean, you don't want to build right now anyway. So I thought that was a perfect example. So what else about can I buy gold and silver at spot price would we want the folks to know before we wrap up? 
Yeah, well, we we just had a, a brand new advisor go through the training, did all the did all the right things, and actually she positioned it fairly well, Carrie, because she moved it like a block of money, similar to an annuity. You're moving, you know, you know, you're moving ten to fifteen to twenty percent of clients' assets, and she did that. But what she failed to do is explain the difference of you know, the spot price is this, you have your demand premium, this is your cost, it's, it's at wholesale, et cetera, et cetera, and, and why we do it this route. So she didn't explain pre-33 stuff uh, very but well. Without getting into specific numbers, just the, just the concept yep. and the dynamic of that relationship, right? Yep. So the client received the package and he looked and the spot price was 21 and, you know, he divided his purchase divided by 21 and, and called our office and said, Hey, I'm just, I'm just making sure I'm not missing another package of silver uh, because I, my math showed me I should be receiving this many ounces and I only received this many ounces. So he, he's just comparing the, again, the spot price versus the pre 33 physical price. And, and, you know, it was a, it was a five minute conversation that I actually personally took that call, explained the difference. And then the light bulb clicked on and the client's perfectly happy. Um, so it's just oversight. You know, I was just about to say, and the truth is she might have covered it. Yep. Because how possible. many times do we cover stuff? Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. Newsflash, like they don't remember yep. everything we say, right? So, <laughs> you know, there, I, I just thought about that while you were telling it. And uh, there's a good chance she may have covered it. And it's, it's that possible. may have been why it only took five minutes because the light bulb yep. came off and everything like that too. And so, but, but, you know, kudos while we're here, I just wanted to give a shout out to you, Ryan, for being the kind of owner that does take that call, you know, and is happy to take that call and has and always has been. And so that, that means a lot. It's like everybody listening today on this podcast, you know, you do the heavy lifting, you do your job, get trained, we'll train you up. It, it's your business, you run it. Uh, but when you need some backup after you've done your part, hey, NGC's got your back, you know, so right, can't right. help but give a little plug there for that kind <laughs> of service. So that is Can I Buy Gold and Silver at Spot Price? If you have any questions, definitely call Nathan. Ryan, any last thoughts? No, I mean, it, it, Carrie, I wouldn't be surprised in this environment we're in right now to continue to see the spot price for the next month or so. This is short-term stuff, guys. We need to, our brain needs to be wrapped around obviously long-term fold or a holding here. But short-term wise, don't be surprised if, if we continue to see the spot price drop, especially when we start using the R words of recession. You know, silver is a, a very large commodity in the, in the you know, in, 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 in economies. Um, obviously, it's that monetary side of things, but don't be surprised to see that. Um, that's where it's important that we're into the pre-33 because, and we even saw it in, in March of 2020, Carrie, I mean, silver pre-33 did what? 30 some percent of an increase when the spot price actually decreased, you know, so that that so I, I'm not trying to miscue this as to let's hold out and wait and to buy. No, just just don't be surprised when you see these elements actually occurring out there. Yeah. So give me three minutes, everybody. So check this out. That's the reason it did that in 2020 is there was an acceleration of the process, you might say, really, because people were so scared. Yep. It, what and when you were talking about don't be surprised if spot still goes down a little bit. What I wanted to add to that is historically, we always see that, but then there comes a point as, as the, like in 2008, so forth, as it goes down a certain point, then all of a sudden people get scared enough yeah. and fearful enough and concerned enough that it shifts. And all of a sudden you, that's when you see, you know, what, regardless of how spot responds, whenever spot responds, you see. Yep. The pre-33 that may have been kind of going level across 
really start to rise. And so right now people are not so confident in the future, but they're, they're still hanging on with hope, you know? And so if this thing does keep going down at some point, we will see the value of our gold and silver start to rise and spot historically spot responded then to 2009, 2010, and then that big peak in 2011. And, and it peaked because sentiment changed, right? The mm-hmm. Fed printed money in 2009, not to get on my soapbox or take too long. We're almost finished, hang in there. But, you know, the Fed started printing money in 2009, 10. It took till about 2011 for people to realize, okay, I think we're going to be all right, you know? And so then sentiment changes and then that seesaw starts to go the other way. So everybody, that was Can I Buy Gold and Silver at Spot Price. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next podcast. We'll see ya.